Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome to this amazing podcast. Thank you for coming along with us. This is the Real LV Ladies, the Real LV Raider Ladies podcast to be exact. And we take you through the evolution of the sports fan through the eyes of a woman, which is very exciting. I'm Steph McKenzie. Rachel Nunez. And we are huge Raider fans, have been since we were little girls. But more importantly, we are huge sports fans and we love what it means to be a woman in the arena of sports. Never played professional sports, but we're here to dive into it and talk about a lot of fun things. So today I'm really excited, Rachel. I am too. Like our first official guest. Yeah. And kind of a big deal. Like she'll she's going to say she's not, but she's a big deal in my world. And full disclosure, by dating, we are kind of family. That's my claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> my Which new is claim okay. to fame. It's kind of a big deal, man. The one and only the beautiful Kara Kirby joins us this morning. And you might know the last name Kirby uh, for a lot of reasons, because her husband currently uh, is a coach with the Mets and he played professional MLB. Yes. And uh, his brother was a Raider. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of things that go into this segment and this interview. And thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Or this afternoon or yeah. wherever you're listening what, yeah, to us. What time are you listening to us? <laughs> We'd like to know. <laughs> we do. If it's one in the morning, I will cheer you a nice shot of tequila. How's yes, <laughs> me too. I know. And Kara was going to bring us margaritas and she forgot. So now you're fired. No, <laughs> next, just time, next time. Next <laughs> time. All right. So, Kara, we invited you here. Like I said, when we started, we are taking this podcast to just, you know, bigger and better things and the eyes of what it's like to be a woman in sports as a fan. So my first question to you is, you've been married for over 29 years, which, hello, kudos, God Congratulations. You, God. And you're not just married, you're married in a unique situation to a man that played and then coached, and there's a lot that goes into this. Were you always a sports fan? Absolutely not. Really? <laughs> no. Wow. Um, I grew up being a swimmer, and then... Um, probably at about age 12, went into um, theater um, and loved, I did children's theater here in Las Vegas. So shout out to the Rainbow Company. Um, and then after that, um, you know, choir in high school. And so I, I kind of got away from swimming, um, went to college, of course, loved going to the college football games. And even in high school, loved going to the high school football games and basketball games, just being the fan there, but I didn't consider myself being like a huge, you know. So athletic. your family wasn't like, oh, oh we are fans of this or we're. Oh, no. Wh where did all. you go to college? Uh, the University of New Mexico. So awesome. you were a wolf pack. Uh, yes, a lobo. Lobo. A lobo. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And so then you get into college and then. The amazing dream boy walks in front of you. <laughs> Is that how it worked? <laughs> um, well, you know, there wasn't all these like dating apps and everything back then. So, you know, we met at the club, oh. like a lot of people <laughs> did in that day and age. Um, and that first time we like, I don't know, danced like three dances together. And I never saw him again for like about 10 days. Um, and then at another club um, out again. Uh, saw him and he remembered my name and my name not being the most common name. Um, I was surprised that he remembered it. Mm -hmm. And so that let me talk to him again. <laughs> it was like, 
oh, he knows who I am. What? <laughs> and because uh, we didn't exchange numbers or anything the first day. And then, of course, at that one, then we exchanged numbers and he started inviting me to games. And so he played when you met him in college. No, he played for the AAA team for the Dodgers. Oh, wow. Was he old? Is he older than you? By three years. Okay. So he wasn't going to the university at that time? No. And he was pretty, um, how do I say it? Well, that's what I thought. He looked like a college student. So I was like, so do you play for the Lobos? And he was like, the who? And I'm like, well, if you don't know him, you don't play for him. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. And so uh, then I was like, well, who do you play for? And he was very vague about telling me what he did. He wasn't forthright at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know that you like really got paid for that. Like I didn't know the world beyond college. Um, Mm -hmm. And so from there, I started getting invited to games. And I usually drug my girlfriends along with me because I didn't really want to go. But I liked him. So, okay, yeah, I'll go. So I sat in the bleachers. Yeah. Um, and was just kind of incognito because I didn't know anyone else with my girlfriends over there. And, and that's how it started. And did you grow to love baseball or is it just because it's part of your life? Um, I did grow to love it. I totally did not understand it at all. Um, (laughs) I love that. I love (laughs) it. Um, that there's a strategy behind the game. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Um, I used to sit, like I said, in the bleachers, um, left field side is where I'd kind of sit. And that's because that's where the dugout was. And uh, most of the time you'd find me over there painting my nails. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> I love yes, it. Yes. Um, because I didn't know what was going on. I was just there to support, you but know. that was your whole vibe. Look as uninterested <laughs> as possible. <laughs> Maybe. You know what I mean? So you, you were like, oh, gosh, really? I'm just here because I got invited. I don't know anything <laughs> about it, but I'm doing my nails. Me, and he Love knows it. my name. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend that I went to college with, I drove her along one day. And um, at one point I remember saying to her, like, why is, why is he out? He didn't even swing at the ball. <laughs> she goes, oh my God, I love this. what? And I go, yeah, like he never even swung. And now he's sitting back down and she's like, uh, that's a strikeout. I'm all, it's, it's a backwards K is what <laughs> yeah. that is. Yeah. So I had a lot to learn. <laughs> oh my gosh. And were you married when he got drafted? Um, no, he was drafted out of high school. Like I didn't even know him he, into the minors, but right. when he got into the bigs, were you married? Uh, no. Wow. Okay. So how did that go down? Um, he was playing with Colorado Springs at that point, which was the AAA for the Cleveland Indians. We were dating, um, and, you know, kind of end of season call up. That's a way a lot of guys get called up. Um, and so that was I wasn't there. As a matter of fact, like he actually drove from Colorado Springs to Albuquerque to stay the night at my girlfriend's house before getting like on the 40 to head home um, to Virginia. And he got called up while he was in Albuquerque. So they got to party and celebrate. He celebrated with her, not me. <laughs> Um, and then he left the next day for, for Cleveland. So that was, you know, his story. Wow. So that was the first official MLB team he played with were the Cleveland Indians. Yes. Even though he did play for the Dodgers AAA farm team, right? Yeah. He was drafted by the Dodgers, um, was there, I don't know, like, I want to say like eight years or so. And then he went to, yeah, he was an old 
call up. Older. Oh, yes. <laughs> seasoned. 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 Sorry, Wayne. We're getting yeah. our Gosh. <laughs> We're getting our terms here. Yeah. Um, I feel like baseball is a lot about luck, you mm-hmm. know, and timing. You can be talented, but if you're not on the right team at the right time and all of that good stuff that goes along with it. Um, and so the move to Colorado um, with the Indians, somebody was in his corner rooting for him, saying he can do it. And eventually the spot opened and then he was called up. That's awesome. So. And so how did you feel at that time? Because you, A, weren't with him when he got the first call. You're not married. Did you, tra- you didn't travel with him because you went to college, obviously, I mean, to get a degree. Yeah. And um, came back to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what did st- you do? So um, I was actually at work when they called me. Um, Wayne and my girlfriend called me and said, I just got called up to the big leagues. And I'm like, oh, that's really great. I got to go to my patient now. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like, of course, celebrated with him after work and all of that. But there wasn't FaceTime. It was just solely, you know, over the phone and, okay, call me later. Let me know where you guys are partying, those type of things. Um, You know, the world before all the cell phones that yeah, we had. Yeah, and social media. Yeah. So. But what did you do? Did your whole world change in? Like, you're just like, I'm still going to date you and you're going to have a long distance relationship now? Um, it was long distance kind of at that point. I had made a decision after living in Albuquerque for about a year and a half after school, um, after I graduated, that I wanted to move home. I'm an only child, so I decided I want to be back, you know, closer to family. And, um, and at that point, we just kind of made that decision that like we'd have this long distance relationship and if it worked great. And if it, I mean, we never said that we went in full knowing like we want it to work. So we put a lot of effort into it. I did a lot of red eyes, um, weekend red eyes, (laughs) you know, leave on, uh, well, I didn't work on Fridays on some weeks. And so leave on Thursday night, come back, you know, Sunday night late, go to work on Monday. Wow. That's love. Like, that is serious love. We are the amazing, real LV Raider Ladies Podcast, and we have a beautiful guest with us joining us. Kara Kirby is with us, and her husband is a coach for the Mets, and uh, their whole dating experience and the eyes and the evolution of being a woman really in the sports world. Right, Rach? Absolutely. You can't get any closer than that. Yeah, absolutely. We got so much more to ask you. We'll be right back. This is JT The Brick, and if you're looking for more Raiders content, then just go to Raiders.com and click on Podcasts. We have all different podcasts with current players, Raiders, like I always interview, once a Raider, always a Raider, and we'll keep you up to date with our conversations with the head coach. All right, welcome back. The Real LV Raider Ladies Podcast. And before we uh, went to break, we were talking with Kara Kirby. And you might know that name because her husband is a coach for the Mets. And uh, by uh, marriage, she is now with a man that we're excited about because her brother-in-law played for the Raiders, which is really (laughs) exciting stuff. But more importantly, Kara, as a woman dating in college, um, and not even married, and her husband or her fiance, her boyfriend, at the whole time is moving around and then gets called up to the bigs. They're still dating. She goes on to get her education, moves back to Las Vegas, and then what happens? He's with Cleveland, and then what happens? Um, I think that was in like 91 or 2 when he got called up. Um, he played definitely one whole year in Cleveland that all I did was go and visit. 
Um, and then we were married in 94. So um, did he ask that, you on the on a baseball field? No, my, <laughs> my girlfriend that I told you he partied with the place like my very best friend um, in her apartment. That's where he proposed. You know, oh, they weren't it wasn't big and glamorous. And no, cute. you know, shout outs and all that kind of stuff, you know, that they do now. Um, so yeah, you weren't on very the jumbotron. Simple. I want a jumbotron proposal. No, I want to redo. Not at all. No, nope. I'm gonna call Wayne <laughs> and tell him I need a redo in New York. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne, you guys have to know this because I've been able to, you know, bless staying out with Wayne. He can be very flashy, and there is no bars held with that man. He'll tell you like it is, right? Oh, so he's I want jumbotron. Yeah, <laughs> I want he's, firecrackers. But that's the side of him that a lot of people don't see or know because when he's on the field, he's this big boisterous like loud personality and at home he's kind of quiet um chilling on the couch watching tv like yeah. that's him so and he loves to bowl a bowler <laughs> yeah he's a bowler he, he loves any competition really so okay. <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> good to yeah. know it's very very true uh, rachel had some really cool questions for you that she's just been dying to ask you <laughs> uh, so i m- my question to you was, um, knowing that your husband, once you were married, mm-hmm. um, was I would traveling. say even before they even, were married, yeah, I too. I would say even before. Um, you know, there is definitely the the reputation of a lot of groupies being out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women throw themselves at these players. And I have, um, you know intimate knowledge of it a best my best friend was um uh, drafted by the giants and played in the minors for a lot of years and i would travel to see um you know him play and they got you know special treatment at all the clubs special treatment everywhere they'd have the back doors for the players to come through when the line was five miles long Mm -hmm. and then the other side was where the girls came in you Mm -hmm. know so for me um and I don't know, it might it may sound harsh and I don't want it to be harsh, but how did you sleep at night? Uh-huh. How were you knowing it was out there? What did you do for yourself to be like, I, I'm OK with it or I'm not? Well, I think like any person that dated long distance before social media, you had to just trust like right. that. That was what it was. There was no way to kind of run down and look where he was tagged or any of that sort of thing. So um, you just went with what he said and, and hoped it was true until you found out otherwise. So, right. Right. That's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. I mean, that was that it's about the groupies. I mean, has there ever been groupies? Have you ever been scared? Has there been stalkers? Um, Maybe I'm just oblivious to it. No, (laughs) I didn't really ever notice it. Um, So, my husband wasn't the superstar player either. He was the, you know, um, he was a starter for like two years. And after that, he was their fourth outfielder on a team that had a lot of superstars. So he wasn't that person. It, it didn't matter, though. You were MLB player. That's all a girl needed to know. Oh. So and that's what I love about Kara. I mean, that's yeah. why I said she's not your typical. That was one thing that I was like, we got to have Kara in because... 
from the outside looking in, you know, to your world, NFL, NBA, any of that. I'm like, how do you deal with that? Like, but you're not flashy. Either is Wayne, but it's still you're part of the MLB and you have been for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You just you just deal with it. You know, right. um, I know there's been lots of divorces. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the hardest thing with me and my husband was more raising kids and being apart. Um, just being the single mom, even when you're married. Right. That was. So you guys didn't travel with him and have like schools um, going with you, you know, teachers or tutors. No, because like I said, my husband wasn't the superstar. So he made, you know, better than the league minimum, right. but not millions. So um I was traveled with him when we were, when my oldest was little. Um, but then when she started kindergarten, that grounded us here. And so after that, we just mainly traveled in the summer when school got out. That's so crazy, isn't it? Well, it's a credit to Wayne, too, for making you feel, I'm going to assume, comfortable. Making mm-hmm. you feel like, I can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I want to give, uh, again, credit where credit is due because, you know, there's some husbands that won't call back when the wives call or there's some, you know, little side things going on that they're always busy. Or we whatever. hear it. We hear about it and read it about it every I mean, day. I, I saw it, you know. So that's that's why my question to, d- to you was, you know, how, how do you sleep at night knowing that, you know, I, I saw how some of that works. Yeah, I, I didn't really, like, I had my life, too, so I was here Busy. working, trying to, you know, buy a house and yeah. all of those things. So, I mean, until we got married, I, I bought my house first on my own. Um, he wasn't a part of it. So, um, you know, it wasn't until we got married and got our, this, my second house that okay, he what was, was that part of it. What was the biggest purchase or the first big purchase, I guess, the correct way to say it, that you guys got after he got in to the MLB? Like, um, did you go crazy in like Louis or a Ferrari? God, I didn't even know what Louis was at that point. So absolutely not. Um, so when he was in the minor leagues uh, in Albuquerque, when I met him, he didn't have a car. So it wasn't until like a whole year later after we dated for a year that he purchased a car. And so you were his like, Uber. Well, yeah, I guess I was. Maybe I was being used. <laughs> wow. You didn't have a car. I love it. Oh um, yeah. For our first like real big date, he uh, he rented a car for that night. And wow. How to cute. take me to dinner. Um, because Rachel's like, because how I was the Uber. <laughs> Listen, see, this is why I never was able to marry NFL because I'd be like, I want a Louie. Your rental car better be a Ferrari. <laughs> what did he rent? I got to know. I don't this. even it was uh, just like a normal car. Um, but we went to a nice restaurant. Um, I knew he could put up with me when we ate dinner. Um, we had dessert. And then after that, he was like, well, and there were. Lots of players in there because it was obviously an off day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so, like, do you want anything else? Are you still hungry? And I'm like, you know, I really want a shrimp cocktail. And he's like, okay, uh, after dessert? I'm <laughs> yes. all, yeah. I guess because we had sat there so long that, like, now You're I'm still hungry, hungry a little bit. <laughs> oh, how funny. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. But what did you guys buy when you came back to Vegas? 
Um, and don't say house because that's we get it. House, yay. Uh, we, God, what was well? Um, a green Mercedes. Nice um, was our first big purchase for me. <laughs> and where did um, that car go? Oh gosh, I don't even remember. Like traded in for something else eventually, I guess. Um, but it was it was nice. It was. But it was like his type of thing, you well, know. Well, that's a little flashy. Oh, yeah. A green Mercedes mm-hmm. is kind that of is flashy. flashy. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. I think the whole thing, by the way, we are the real LV Raiders Ladies podcast, and we are speaking with Kara Kirby, and her husband is a coach for the Mets. And, you know, it's you, you totally are just taking away all of everything we hear about, like how women and wives are when it comes to people in professional sports. I mean, but you did tell me that there are some wives like that. Like? That are flashy. Oh, for sure. I mean, when you make... I don't think you're the norm. No. Well, I feel like I'm the norm of, like, everyone knows about the million, multi-million dollar players, the big contracts that are being handed out. And those... They have the money. So, of course, like going to Louis Vuitton and buying a couple of bags is not a big issue for them. I would be that way if we had that money. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. But we don't have that money. So. But I mean, you're you're better off than some. I'm just saying in that whole world. Right. And so they're not. You know what I mean? Like she's not that person. The mindset sometimes of of what. People think is, you know, real housewives of the MLB. Yeah. So that's where like, okay, I live in Marina Del Rey. I've got the giant 5K on my finger, you know, and and it's a lot of that's a, a production. But I'm sure you saw a lot of that walking down, you know, the halls of the baseball stadiums. Or, oh, some or, of my girlfriends were those girlfriends. Were those girls. Yeah. But I just wasn't at that level. Well, well, we're <laughs> happy you weren't. Well, <laughs> I love it. I, she is very lovely. And I just, I was like, I want the stories, the fun things that you guys have done. But more importantly, you have been in a world where, A, you weren't in sports really. You swam. That's mm-hmm. still a big sport. Yeah. But, you know, and your kids have played sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've just lived your life and you weren't having to worry so much about bigger things. That could have been scary. Yeah. And I think a lot of the wives do that. It's amazing what baseball wives hold down. Um, like I said, they once once kids go into school, they become the wife that comes a lot of times just in the summer or the weekend traveler before summer hits. So, well, wow. and, and baseball players play 165 games a year mm-hmm. as opposed to. The other weekend. Teams. 16 yeah. for the NFL yeah. or 17 yeah. or hopefully so, more yeah. than that if they go to the Super Bowl. Right. This is the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. We are joined with Kara Kirby and we've got more. And uh, we're, we got to ask you, of course, about the famous Kirby on the Raiders side. <laughs> That's coming up next. Hang tight. This is JT The Brick. And if you're looking for more Raiders content, then just go to Raiders.com and click on podcast. We have all different podcasts with current players, Raiders, like I always interview, once a Raider, always a Raider. And we'll keep you up to date with our conversations with the head coach. Welcome back. This is the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. I'm Steph McKenzie. Rachel Nunez. And of course, we take you through the evolution of what it's like to be a woman as a sports fan. Rachel and I have 
you know, we played in high school because we had to for a little exercise, I guess. But, <laughs> but here we are, you know, as fans since we were little, little girls. And you can go back to the very first podcast episode and find out all about that. Um, we want to talk not only amongst ourselves, but to you. So please don't forget, you can email us. It's lvraiderladies at gmail.com. And of course, all social handles. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter. It's lvraiderladies.com. Ladies, All right. So ask us anything you want. We'd love to have you on the show. We got lots of things going on and we are joined with Kara Kirby. She is married to Wayne Kirby, who uh, they've been married over 29 years. Wow. I just got to keep saying that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And they uh, dated in col- when she was in college because he was already in the AAA affiliation at that time and then moved up in the MLB. Now coaches. They've raised children. Lots of things have gone on. But let's go back because it's been 29 years. Yeah. And, and and my question to you was, you know, back then, did you feel comfortable in your relationship with Wayne? Um, you didn't see color at all. It was, you know, he was hot. I wanted to meet him or he came up to you first. Is, well, because you got to remember back then, if you've been married 29 years, you've dated over 30. Yes. So back then, when you're talking about the black, white issue, was it weird for you back then or him? I think fortunately I went to school in New Mexico, which is very diverse. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's all, you know, Native Americans, African Americans, like it, there's diversity right on my college campus, like no other um, at that time. Now I think UNLV holds the most diverse campus type thing, but then in, in the eighties, it was very diverse. Um, And so my friends were um, Hispanic, black, white, like I, I had friends of, you know, all races and, and colors. So I, when I met Wayne, that really wasn't an issue. Um, he grew up back in Virginia near an Air Force base. Um, so it was kind of the same for him, um, just a lot of mixture. And, yeah, I didn't even really, that wasn't a problem for me at all. Um, and all of your friends just total diverse. Oh yeah, my my like best friend in New Mexico is um, Hispanic, so yeah, I I think I have a pretty good you know rainbow of of friends. Ooh, that's a great way of saying it—a rainbow of friends. I'm your rainbow of friends. <laughs> you are, Rachel. I love it. <laughs> and so as it continues and goes on in the relationship, you know, and all of your friends and everything, there was nothing along the way that was ever negative with you two. Um, there was, um, when he was, I, I won't mention the team, but at one time he was actually kind of told like, basically get to the big leagues, uh, before, you know, you bring her around. Um, wow. Yeah. Why? And for him, he didn't care. He was just like, I'm going to date whoever I want. Like, you're not going right. to, you know, use that against me. Um, but once and I can he was, see Wayne saying that, by the way, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> but once in the big leagues, um, I I feel like we were accepted. However, my probably closest friends in the big leagues were women of color, yeah, um, or white women that dated men that were, whether they were Hispanic or black, so. Yeah. And I think that they always say that that just is the camaraderie between everybody. And so 
even if there's hate in the world, even if people are against it, you're going to go with what you like and what you guys have as common denominators. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I love that. And I, I, I think that's a great thing to hear because sometimes we do hear a lot of the negative that goes around and, and it's happened you know, it continues in the last, to happen in the world we live in. I think. Last yeah. couple of years, you know, you hear about certain players that get maybe, you know, verbally attacked for, you know, who they are, what they do. And, and does that happen? I mean, you're in it now. Um, does it continue to happen? Yeah, it it, it happened a few years ago, oh. um, even for Wayne. I mean, not me, but um, Wayne and uh, one of the players when we were with the Orioles um, when they were in Boston. And so, They're playing the Red Sox mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, they can. Be and the pretty, fans, mm-hmm. fans can oh, be wow. pretty. Boston fans can be pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. See, and that's kind of one of the things that we talk about here on the podcast. And you just are ending on such a great note that what you take, no matter if you are of color, a woman, gay, whatever the case may be, why, why, why does that need to come out of people's mouths? Because Rachel and I have had a lot and we've shared a lot of stories and we'll continue to share those stories. And even this past season, there were things that happened to me and continue to happen that I just, I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And it also happens so quick that you're like, did that just happen? The whole, that escalated quickly comes into play with sometimes, um, you know, a person just just saying one thing that maybe isn't isn't relevant even to the situation right. at the time. It's like um, you are a terrible person because you have blonde hair, and it's like, well, what about all these other people with blonde hair? It seems so illogical why some of these arguments happen or why somebody goes to a point um, to try to you know insult you. You don't know me. Yeah, you don't know me, and you are wonderful and lovely. Yes. I, I love you. you already. Yes. Um, but too, it's like, you know, what what are you getting out of, you know, what who hurt you? I think that's kind of where I'm at. If you have to go there, who hurt you so much that you're going to, you know, cause this disturbance, cause this ugliness to somebody else? Yeah. What did Wayne do? You know, I I really just kind of read about it and watched it on the news myself. I don't really know. Um I do know that the guys that were in the stands that said the stuff to them, they were kicked out of the game. But um, other than that, I don't really know because I wasn't there. And has Wayne ever felt in the years that he's been in the MLB playing and coaching scared for his life? Um, I don't think he's felt scared for his life. Um, I don't know. You'd have to ask him that. Bring him on and ask him. Yeah, we're we're trying to get him on. We're trying. We're trying. But to get Wayne off the couch, remember, let's go back to the way he is in the off season. Maybe if we do it at a bowling alley. Yeah. I hear he's a major bowler. And we'll give him some yeah. beers. Yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. Well, Kara, thank you so much for joining us. We just really wanted to, you know, highlight you and the beauty that you have and everything that you've gone through because I don't think, A, you give yourself enough credit. I think you've done amazing things. You're an amazing mom. And yes, I know. I know her personally. But as a mom and a wife in the MLB, I think, right? I mean, well, in just I, the few that, t- your minutes stories already. You have three children who sound like they are successful on their own. But it, it took a foundation. And to your credit, having a husband that traveled so much, it is a feat. And you should have, you should be pat on the back. Give yourself credit for that. That's Amazing. Well, 
it takes a village. So <laughs> I have to give shout out to my mom and dad and all of my girlfriends that have, you know, picked up my kids and all of that type of stuff that goes on when your husband is not around. Right. Um, I mean, just like kind of any single mom, it, it you know, you rely on all your other people in your life. Oh, oh so. uh, we have to ask you, though. I know I keep saying we're going to wrap it up. But one thing, because I don't know that you know this, Rachel. Can we put an over and under? Should we put money on your youngest son? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No? Do you want him to go into the MLB? Because let me tell you, he is a badass baseball player. And is that because of Wayne? Does he want to follow in his dad's footsteps? I know this. We're going off a tangent, a whole nother level. I'm sorry. Our producer is like, come on, wrap it up. But, I mean, that is exciting. I mean, I would love for him to. You know, I'm a college teacher, so I'm just like, you need to go to college. And he's like, but what if I get drafted right out of high school? And I'm like, it better be for a lot of money. Otherwise, you're going to college. Right. right. Now, there it is. There's the MLB wife. But you know that Larry Fitzgerald promised his mother that he would get his college degree. Oh, I already told him that if like if it's not quite enough money, but just, you know, that borderline, you will be enrolled online somewhere. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Mama bear. Hey, but you know what? It, there is something to be said about legacies. Your son could be a legacy, you know, for your husband. And in in the, the male dad world, that's kind of a big thing. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure that's what Wayne wants. Like. They're practicing all the time and, you know, going to the cages. And, but is yeah. he doing it? Did Wayne, were you guys pushers of that or did he just like it because he's been around it? You know, he played um, flag football, um, baseball. So he just kind of made his own choice because my husband played. Oh, and he even played basketball growing up too. But um, my husband played all three sports in high school. It's kind of a little different now. You're sort of kind of pigeonholed, right. it seems like, at least here in Vegas, maybe yes. not in other Because it goes towns. all year round, right? You oh, can yeah. do baseball yeah. year round, football so, year round. All yeah. of it, yeah. I just think he didn't want to get hit, even though football is huge in our family, for sure. Right. But um, yeah, he, he likes sliding into a base on his own rather than someone tackling him. Wow. All right, so we're over and under on Little Kirby coming up in the next few years. You've heard it right here first on our podcast. <laughs> Kara, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank thanks. you. It was lovely to meet you. You're wonderful. Oh, and please for... come back. Please, please come back. <laughs> when Little Kirby is Big Kirby Jr. <laughs> He's already bigger than me. <laughs> Love it. All right, you guys, don't forget, please email us, lvraiderladies at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at lvraidersladies. Um, and we'd love to hear from you, right, Rach? Please. <laughs> I love you, Rachel. I love you, too. All right, this has been the Real LV Raiders Ladies Podcast. We love you guys. We will see you on the next episode. And remember, it's okay to be a woman fan, right? Yes. Boom. Have a great day.